of metalcore. Uh, <laughs> welcome to Wrestle Boys. Uh, I hello. cracked everyone up with something stupid right before we did this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, hello. <laughs> we've got we've got Ash on the one and twos. One and two. I'm Meg Fighter. And threes. And That's... Rock. And here's Rock Dan. Yeah, we hired him again. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> we don't know if we we're are... gonna fire him by the end of the episode, but he's back. We we hired him so last minute he didn't even have time to properly prepare to watch the episode. Yeah. Yeah. We're covering TNA Impact January eleventh, two thousand seven at the at the Impact Zone. We're <laughs> at the Impact Zone. I really I wonder how long I'm gonna keep putting in my notes that we're coming from the Impact Zone. We're still at the Impact Zone, brother. I wanna I wanna start off with a correction. Uh we we looked it up after the after the initial recording of the last episode. That was Samoa Joe's girlfriend. That, that was Samoa Joe's back. girlfriend at the time. I don't know who we, it is. We don't know who it is, and quite frankly, the commentary didn't tell us that, so... We couldn't well, hear the commentary at all. <laughs> especially not on this episode. No. Holy shit. Like, the audio on everything was just so poorly balanced that it Again. was like, the music was louder than the commentary, the fucking... Pyro the was louder crowd than the was longer, louder than the commentary. The crowd, everything was so fucking loud except the commentary. There's a quick recap of last week, and then we have Kurt Angle going into Jim Cornette's office while Jim Cornette's talking about chairs or something. To to some guy called Ron. Ron. He and sits like down, they... and I guess he just accepts the fact that he's doing a 30 minute Iron Man match for a final resolution. Jim Cornette once said that I think this was during the time he was in TNA that uh, he said he was there uh, on on a on a um, favor to uh, I believe probably Jarrett's Jarrett. dad. Yeah, Jerry and Jerry Jarrett, yeah. and um, and he basically agree- he he didn't want to be there because Vince Russo was there. Of course, he, of course oh, yeah. he doesn't want to be there with Vince Russo <laughs> being there. Of course, it's true. But here. they basically said he he would never have to like deal with him face to face. That, but essentially, Jer- how uh, Cornette tells it, and you can take that with a grain of salt. But I do; it does make sense considering Impact tended to be crazily booked. That he would say. he was like there to basically clean up all the shit that Vince Russo threw out. Just try to try to. Manage it as best he could, so so it wasn't completely stupid to be a filter, I guess. Pretty much, and he and he eventually gave up because because you can't, you just can't. No one can really undo the amount of stupid yeah, Vince Russo throws out on a daily basis. He, Vince McMahon was basically the only guy who could really filter out Vince Russo's terrible ideas. Yeah, good. And then like, Vince Russo thought that, like, that means my ideas are too good to be stopped, which means I need to have more bad ideas. <laughs> I need to continue to increase the number of bad ideas I'm having. Hello? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, we, we were agreeing. I was silently agreeing with you. It's like, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> you know that whole phrase of, like, if you find out who's in control criticize who you're not allowed to or like find out who you're not allowed to go after and then it's just like no you just end up going after like children and (laughs) 
dead babies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Jim Cornette actually yeah. said he he has he's asked uh, Jerry for years, like, why did you hire Vince? And he can never, and he's never oh, answered. Yeah, never been able to answer that question. At this point. I don't know. But uh, we start off with just a shitload of pyro. And a cage with the reserved sign on it. A red cage. Red cage. Hint, hint. It's not a hint. That's not a hint at all. <laughs> That's anything. not a hint at all. <laughs> they just like the color red, I guess. Uh, like opening that. match is Maverick Matt. Is it going to be the? Is it going to be the hell in a, the, the the teenage version of the WWE's Hell in a Cell stage? No, no, TNA did it first. Okay, they had the red cages first. Yes, we got Maverick Matt of Raven's new group Serotonin coming out with uh, Kazarian, and I think it's Raven. Johnny Divine. <laughs> or it's Johnny Divine. Oh yeah. Well, I thought I read it as I thought I read it as the the other guy was named Serotonin. No, that no, their no. group is Serotonin. <laughs> okay. And I'm glad they brought. The I'm glad that Impact brought the Serotonin because I don't have any. <laughs> Speaking of bringing the Serotonin, here comes Kurt Angle, who is facing off against that, Maverick Matt. Speaking of Matt Bentley, Kurt Angle's not on Serotonin. What are you talking about? No, he's just on Perks. Speaking of Matt Bentley, he looks a lot like someone from like a like a guy from a small guy from WWE that I can't think of the name of. He looks so alike him that I just can't think. Oh, Shannon Moore. That's who he looks like. He looks a little bit like Shannon Moore. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as soon as you hear the weird alien synth of Kurt Angle coming out, you just know that this guy's fucking dead. This guy's done. (laughs) This guy's donezo. I barely put the effort to remember any of his offense because i knew he was just gonna get fucking killed yeah kurt angle just, just kills him like the serotonin interferes a little bit and just they like get grab, grabbing kurt angle by the leg and then kurt angle just suplexes all three of them he triple suplexes fucking bentley and just gives like kazarian and raven each a suplex i, I don't think it's raven them. i think it's someone else because oh, why would raven mind? be a lackey in raven's group no, Raven's out there to help his lackey. Yeah, but then what, who's that guy caning them in the stupid jacket and the and the That's bird what mask? I was asking, and you kept insisting it was Raven, but I still no, think it's not Raven. This is... You're gonna make me say it. it's fat alcoholic Raven. Okay, there you go. He was not that <laughs> wide, even in his fat oh, alcoholic. Ellie, I like Raven. What? He was he was dumpy when he was in like fucking TNA. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, okay. Uh but basically Kurt Angle hits the Olympic slam, he locks in the ankle lock, and fucking Mad Bentley taps. After, it, along with an Olympic slam, but yes. Yeah, yeah. Two weeks Olympic, after slam. apparently Raven has debuted his new faction, they just got killed by a single Kurt Angle. <laughs> right. That's that sounds a lot like um, some WWE guys that got, got fr- from came over from NXT. They just like would come in and maybe maybe in a week or two would just immediately get jobbed out. We we could we could say retribution. It's okay. Retribution. <laughs> yes. Yes, and the uh, then we get a recap of the Kurt Angle Joe feud. This is the third. This is going to be the third match in their feud. And we get the song Yearning by the Autumn Offering. You know, it actually sounds pretty good. 
it's not horrible, I guess. I mean, if you're into metalcore, uh, okay. I like metalcore. Here's, here's a quick here's a quick rundown on the Autumn Offering. They're a metalcore band formed in Daytona Beach, Florida, in 1999. They're, they were moderately successful. They were signed to Stillborn Records. They broke up in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven years is a pretty good run, and uh, not a single member has a Wikipedia page, eh. including like uh, singer Matt McChesney, who was in Hell Within, Tommy Church, who was in Mushroom Head. They have they have 13 members. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> a lot of members, but none with Wikipedia pages. I like Metal. Uh, I like Metal. It, it was a it was founded by. And Jamie Yasta of Hatebreed? No, that was the guy who had the record label. He has oh. Stillborn Records. He signed them. Yeah. Yeah. Just very mid-2000s metalcore band that people well, forgot about. Not bad, it's just there. They're there. <clears throat> Is this a unique song? Because I can't find any of the fucking. I can't find their songs anywhere. I know. Like, this, let me check YouTube music. Let me. Check oh God! They got signed to Victory Records, a, a company that I've always hated because the ten. The bit. No, wait, the yearning. The yearning was on Embrace the Gutter. Huh. I've I've heard from. I remember hearing from somebody that uh, who said that Victory Records would deliver would actually interfere with the bands that they signed and like tell them to change their sound uh, just to, to make them more marketable right after they released the uh embrace the gutter they sacked their singer and then changed to a different sound so that's accurate oh <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was right ah! team 3d or commandeering a humvee and but brother ray's got a pipe and brother brother Devon is hymning like hymning glory glory hallelujah. He's he's, he's humming it just the whole time as mm. brother Ray mm. declares war on Mexicans. Brother <laughs> Devon, get the tables. Oh man, brother <laughs> Devon, get that the tables. That would have been brilliant, actually. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> that would have been that would actually have been great. <laughs> he's declaring war on Mexicans, also known as the LAX. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, be fair. Be fair. Homicide's Puerto Rican. He is. And he's from New York. <laughs> Puerto Rico, New York. Yeah. Very Puerto Rican borough of New York. There you go. Oh, yeah. I don't know why this segment, like, cracked me up. <laughs> it's it's just, it just keeps going. It keeps going. And also, they're just, I don't know. There's something about, like, stupidly le like stupid levels of patriotic that i think is just hilarious in my opinion like when you're that guy who's got the whole american flag shirt and you're at a fucking target <laughs> you know like man who are you trying to prove who are you trying who are you, <laughs> who are you, who are you trying to i love america <laughs> yeah it there's a level of stupid patriotism where it's kind of charming, but you can and you can still laugh at it. But and then there's I the a, I had a and then fucking, there's the patriotism that's the Trumper. <laughs> I, I had a fucking like American flag bucket hat that I wore all the time when I was a teenager, and I would like wear it to Walmart, <laughs> and I would wear it to I'd wear it to the Denny's I'd always go to, and then my dog ate it. <laughs> oh no. 
My dog ate my shirt. My dog ate my That's hat. That's why I can't come into school today. <laughs> no, he ate my hat. I had Fucking alopecia hat. as a kid. I had a bald. The back of my head was bald. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, it eventually went away. It's weird. That is very weird. Yeah, he's thought alopecia was supposed to be permanent. I anyway. Guess not. <laughs> uh, but Brother Ray says his well-known catchphrase, <laughs> Devon, get the bazooka. <laughs> Devon doesn't get the bazooka, by the way. No, he just says testify. Isn't alopecia no, the thing that um, Will Smith's um, daughter well, has? Keep my wife's no, no, name. No, 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 his wife. Out your goddamn oh, mouth. Oh, wife, right. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> no, I toned it down a little bit. Okay. Uh. I, I toned it down, really. <laughs> Uh, anyway, then we cut the, we, there's a there's a caning after a commercial. The Matt Bentley yeah, gets they show, caned. Well, during the break, during the break, we get this eyes wide shut shit where, okay, uh, fine. It's probably Raven. He's got a bird mask. It's Raven. It's Raven in a in a, in a a mask and a white suit. And he's just caning <clears throat> Maverick that Matt over again. That white suit makes him look like really fat. I don't know what happened. Yeah, that's why I didn't believe for a second that was Raven, because it's like, Raven's not that wide, even in his fat, alcoholic days. <laughs> I don't even know if he's an alcoholic. If Raven watches this, I'm sorry. <laughs> Just Incredible's going to tell on us. Just Incredible, our one and only viewer, <laughs> is going. Oh, wait, no. Oh, wait, no. He's in following the new Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, Shit. Instead uh, of Raven, Raven comes out to the ring. Instead of a shopping cart full of weapons, it's it's just bottles and bottles of Jack Daniels in the cart. But yeah, this is some eyes wide shut shit that we're looking at here. So we cut to Samoa Joe back in the locker room, and it says that is Samoa Joe's locker room, which is weird because there's like forty fucking lockers in it. Why does he have so many lockers? Each one is for one pair of pants. Fucking. <laughs> Mojo has too many lockers. He's here to. He's all angry about fucking Kurt Angle and the Iron Man match. And you know so what he says? He could care. He, says, he could care. Not even I could care less. He says I could care. Not I couldn't like, care. I could care. Like you know what? He, I I want to uh, actually shame myself for making that comment. I shouldn't really joke about someone's alcohol problem. No. Really, Jack Daniels? <laughs> Look, Justin, I'm I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> Justin, please. I'm gonna assume please, you're our us. only viewer. <laughs> don't tell don't tell Raven we said anything. Yeah. Keep it secret. Because he, he will he will safe. find He will find us. <laughs> He'll find us and hit us with oranges. I'm just incredible <laughs> and Rasaboy's fucking son. <laughs> oh my god. He has a watch uh, and he says time's running out, Kurt Angle. That's impressive because CM Punk doesn't have a watch. Yeah, he doesn't have a watch, but he always knows what time it is. It's just clobbering 24 7. All the time. All the time. <laughs> and John Cena's time says now. <laughs> what time is it now? If he. If, uh, I, I don't know. Actually, it would be great if CM Punk actually had a watch, except it was like a, like a little toy watch with the, with like the, like thing, the thing telling time. Thing fist watch. <laughs> 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 It's clobbering time. <laughs> Ash's dad breaks the fucking ha- watch with a hammer. Oh, we yeah. told that story before. I think so, we no, did. Wait, we don't have to retell it. Yeah, we told that story on an episode. Uh, so we were going story. to get ready for a six-man tag consisting of Chris Saban, AJ Styles, 
and Petey Wo- uh, and James Petey- Storm. James Storm, sorry. James Storm, Chris Saban, AJ Styles versus Petey Williams, Christopher Daniels, and Rhino. But Mega Fighter gets distracted by the fact that during a during like a previously a previous segment, AJ Styles hits the gritty before his heel turn. <laughs> He during a during a heel statement where he like fake in he like does a fake out injury on Rhino and gets the win. AJ Styles hits the gritty and I just does start a little shuffle dance. I it. just start losing my mind. Right now, the gritty is most associated with the 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 best wide receiver right now in the NFL, Justin Jefferson. Yes. Yeah, it's just, you do a little shuffle when you're in the in, when you're in the grit end zone. Yeah. I, I'm assuming he got that from somewhere else, uh, someone else, though. Everything's derivative. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this six-minute tag is good. This is no, it's nice... pretty good. Just like these X Division guys, and then a decent wrestler in James Storm, and then just Rhino killing people. Rhino hitting that fucking spinebuster you can feel on AJ Styles. Sweet AJ wins by once Christopher Daniels gets tagged in for a hot tag. He kind of fakes an injury. And Christopher Van Daniels gets concerned enough to get close and gets rolled up and gets pinned. Yeah. Oh, the name of the the name of the dance actually comes from the creator Alan Gritty Davis. Hmm. <laughs> Whoever the, is his middle name Gritty. Uh, so that's Gritty like a like nickname. nickname, and yeah. he was a high school f- football player, was and he it was, also he was, in, was inspired by the name day. Oh. Oh God, that's yeah, horrible! After, after Salento went to jail. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, while we're talking about it, was he the was he the inspiration for the uh for the for the football mascot Gritty? Or was he baseball? I don't know. Football, baseball, whatever. Uh. Anyway, we uh, talked to our NWA champion James Mitchell. <laughs> yes. About Abyss and the All American Rejects. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'll it's keep just... your dirty little secret. Who has to oh know? My... Oh my god! James Mitchell is basically talking about how he's why he's trying to keep Abyss in line, threatening to spill the beans. <clears throat> I have your Look. dick pics, Abyss, and I'm gonna show him. <laughs> it doesn't. Isn't this the secret that leads into like fucking Judas Messias or some shit? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know how I this like goes. It's, it's a very long storyline. It, it's a yeah. couple years, apparently. Ah, uh, eighteen months or six months or whatever it was. Sixteen years, eighteen months. You know what's weird? This is actually around the time I was watching TNA. Yeah. I, I was trying to figure out what the secret was because I was a fucking child <laughs> and I didn't you know. You were a mark. And I was a mark. <laughs> yes. And it's like, and eventually, I think we will find out the secret. At some point, my money's on Judas Messias, though. Uh, pro- promo kind of just cuts into. Does it cut right away? It cuts to the right Texas into Hold'em? the Texas Hold'em, where they don't actually play Texas Hold'em, and they all just draw a card, and whoever yeah, gets and the just... whoever gets the two highest points gets a match at final resolution. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it would be like whoever wins ties with Austin Sar, and then they'll have a match at. Final resolution for who wins the paparazzi challenge series. This this segment goes by a lot of these paparazzi challenge series segments go by so fast and I can't focus. Hey, you don't you're like, not sure what what's happening. Kevin Nash was bogarting all the beer. That's about all I could remember from it. 
Uh, but it's gonna be Austin, Austin Star and Alex Shelley at the. They're gonna be fighting at Final Resolution. We get some. Uh, we get some kind of funny. Uh, like matchup screens for the show for Final Resolution. Yeah, like, like uh, Sting just screaming and Kurt Angle making a weird face. Yeah, the fact that Homicide can't see. <laughs> he, he looks like he's doing like a. He's trying to do a Godzilla roar. I think it was Homicide. No, they don't I, know why that cage, that red cage with reserved on the front of it, is out. The commentary is confused by it. We were. We thought they explained it earlier. No, it turns out they don't know either. And they interview just, uh, punished Chris Harris. <laughs> punished Chris Harris with the eye patch. Eye patch, yeah. You know, uh, he he got bottled in the face by James Storm, and he's talking about there's a fifty percent chance that he's going to become Braden Walker in a year, and, <laughs> and then he will never he will never see again, or be able to hear hear knock knock jokes again without going into a flashback. Yes, <laughs> knock knock. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. This was actually a pretty nice, like heartfelt, like promo by Chris Harris, yeah. which makes it all the more jarring when we immediately cut to Conan getting jumped by Team Three. Yeah, Conan just in the crowd, and they get jumped by Team Three. Yeah, that was a really jarring cut. Just like he was already on the ground, I think, by the time <laughs> just, they cut. Just cut from a promo to just chaos happening <laughs> immediately. And then we get uh, it's, like, it's act- very calm. It's very calm, somber scene of someone just like um, I'm so depressed. I, I don't know I if I'm going to make. I didn't want them. this team to break up this way. And right. then, and then, oh my god! And then Team Three D are like, "Oh, that's one of you down." And now yeah, the, we, we're going to take out the cut, other two of you. We cut from we cut from the the initial jump to like an interview segment with Team 3D. We're getting so much Team 3D. No, no, on this we show. get an interview segment with Eric Young, who's got pills for some reason, <laughs> and is talking about how his like his nipples are soft or something. And it's making his nipples soft. So is is he doing like HRT? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is this roids? Is he doing his a nipples are S A W F T soft. Anyway, Team 3D just sort of shoo him away and then continue to talk. <laughs> I, like, froze his hat. Like, brother, I froze the hat. He froze the pipe. Like, you're, we're coming for you. We're coming. It's a lot of Team 3D on this. So we got uh, VKM going to the Alamo as two 40-year-old men. Try to do comedy. Try to do comedy. Like- this is the segment's less than a minute, but we they get go so to, much they go, they, they go to Alamo Rent-A-Car, and they're like, oh, why does Shawn Michaels need a car? He's in San Antonio. <laughs> and then they ride I, a canoe, or, like, they pretend to ride a canoe, but they're actually just sitting on a log. Road Dog sits on a cactus or something. Road Dog sits on a cactus, and then they go to, like, the Alamo, and it's like, <sighs> oh, did you know the Alamo was built with taxpayer money or something? Yeah, like appropriated funds. And then Oh you know like, what Shawn Michaels isn't here, guess we win. And then the You know what would have been end. great if they had a, if they had this reference, if they if they went up to like a if they went up to like a reception and and asked somebody if there's a basement. Oh, that would have been good, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking they were gonna go just straight to the Alamo Draft House cinema or something. Just really fucking I just this this is stupid. This sucks. Yeah, 
the weirdest part of this whole thing was when they sped up the footage and started playing what was essentially like a Benny Hill kind of thing. But it wasn't Benny Hill. And I'm like, that would have been someone so easy. Make, to, if someone like, can make like a Benny Hill theme edit, but just have every note just be, help me, they're in my... There's no way you can't tell me they, they like but Benny Hill music should be public domain at this point. Like you there's no way they shouldn't have been able to use it. But no, nah, thanks, thanks, Daisy. <laughs> can't have that. And in the uh most Vince Russo E segment of the night, we have Tomko come out with Christian and Jim Cornette's in the ring, and he says, Hey, Christian Cage. That cage is for you, Christian Cage. We want Christian Cage to be in the cage, Christian. Get in the cage, Christian Cage. Christian Cage, get in the cage, Cage, Christian. And it's like, and the Christian's just like, why do I have to get in the fucking cage? It's for like 10 minutes. I don't even. And then Kurt Angle comes out and forces him to be in the cage. And he takes the key. Forces Christian Cage to be in the cage? Christian Cage gets in the cage. Christian Cage is in the cage. (laughs) Christian Cage, who's in the cage. Christian Cage. Uh, <laughs> who's in Christian's cage. Who's in Christian's Christian Cage cage. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that Tomko yeah. was, a, was the uh, bodyguard for Limp Biscuit? Uh, Thanks for letting us know. So we got Tomko with Christian Cage. That cage. sounds like a great job. Uh, <laughs> you, have to be, you have to be the bodyguard for that douchebag Fred Durst. So Abyss enters through the other tunnel because there's two tunnels and one's on one is side. Like a, is this like an AEW thing where there's a heel tunnel? Yeah, but they're tunnel? on the opposite sides of the the ring. Oh. And the it's in the center. Okay, so and Abyss goes through the face tunnel, I guess. Yeah. And James Mitchell's shocked face just sends me into a fit of laughter. He's like, ha. So they mostly brawl, and then Samoa Joe just sort of shows up to attack Kurt Angle, who's watching who's Christian still out Cage. There, I guess his, he, he's protecting Christian from his cage in the Christian Cage cage of Christian Cage. So, he's, he's making sure that Christian stays in his Christian Cage. He, he's got. He's making sure that Christian Cage stays in his Christian Cage. Christian's trying to find a way out, but when Samoa Joe jerks out Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle of the Christian Cage, he finds the key to the Christian Cage, and Christian Cage escapes the Christian Cage. <laughs> the key for the for the Christian cage. Yeah, the key for the Christian cage, so the Christian cage can leave the Christian cage. <laughs> and Christian interferes right after a big black hole slam on Tomko, and then Sting shows up. <laughs> St- uh, this is the ending that it was last week, where Sting comes to the save again. Yeah, but they did it slightly different because after they clear house and Abyss and uh, Sting are there, and Christians ran off from his Christian cage. Like he suddenly attacks Sting and James Mitchell goes, and they play and they play Abyss's music twice. They play Abyss's music after he wins and then after he beats up Sting. They do it twice. Then we end with an AMV of the Autumn Offering (laughs) playing their song, Uh, The the, Yearning. uh, One last thrill, actually. One last thrill. I think. I think you you make a fighter were the one that came up with the 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 funny idea of like what what been great is Kurt Angle eats the key just no, swallows no, swallows it. I, I made a joke. It's like I'm gonna eat the key. <laughs> it's a very Kurt Angle move. Uh was this episode so, good? <laughs> uh, 
I feel like it was a little better. It was, it than was last a little week. better, yeah. Like I felt like most of the insanity was kept to like the main event more than anything. Yeah. I was still very confused, <laughs> but by far the, I think the most confusing thing was the the card game, the random card game, the card uh, game, the editing on the PCS. Uh, I mean, at least the story had a through line of like had two through lines it had the it had the team the 3d thing it had, the, had cage, the cage and it had what's abyss like who's allegiance abyss is with i feel like it that's at least somewhat consistent and you kind of yeah. you could kind of piece that together and also that six-man tag's pretty good yeah you know i, I can uh, for some reason i only can imagine them can we do a segment uh, can we do a segment where we play cards just just so we can play cards. <laughs> uh, hold on. Uh, okay, let me get some cards. That sounds like a very Kevin Nash thing to do, honestly. Okay. Uh, yes, exactly. <laughs> okay, I, I got... All right, we're going to play cards, everyone. We're going to play cards. Okay. Wait. Big Fighter, you got a 10 of spades. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I think what Rockdown meant was more than Rock Kevin 10, Nash. You got a you got a ten of diamonds. Oh, and I'm gonna draw one for me. I got a ten of clubs. Is this rigged? Hold on, let me try again. <laughs> Do not shuffle these cards. I, okay, I got a seven of I got a seven of clubs that time. <laughs> this gets us two sevens. Then we're ending. All right, the let's do it again. Oh, you got a four. Who's who's whose card is that? Actually, I don't. That might have been mine. That's yours. Roxanne's got a seven. Me, I got a, I got a four. All right, Roxanne wins. Roxanne wins. Yeah, play card. <laughs> All right. So overall, I want yes. a thing. Uh, you won getting fired. <laughs> oh man, you drew the highest card. That's how you get fired. <laughs> like golf now. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, overall, a better episode than last week. Uh, well, I guess we got um, final resolution. I don't know what the point to. of fire, you guys firing me is because you always hire me back anyway. Shut up. <laughs> I don't like your attitude. You're fired again. Ah, shit. No need to live from you. <laughs> I don't want to hear you talk back. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, we got final resolution coming up, and that's probably going to be at least an enjoyable show because we'll – one, it's like, it'll be, what, like two and a half hours, three hours, maybe? Yeah, thereabouts. We'll have more to, yeah, so we'll have more to work with. Ooh. We'll probably see more people. I feel like we, we might need not to... have a, a stupid segment. I don't know. I can't guarantee that. It's Vince Russo. There's going to be at least a stupid segment. Yeah. Thank you, Fighter. How about we end this with a speech? Let, let me get you, let me get you set up. I am a very American man. Who is here to fight off all the Mexicans? <laughs> I don't know. America. Yeah. America. 